All right, guys, welcome to the Make My Day podcast, a podcast about making as a side hustle. Luke, Winston, how are you guys doing today? Doing great. I'm excited about this. What about you, Winston? I am doing fantastically. I just rolled out of bed, so uh, <laughs> this can only end well. <laughs> For all those listeners out there, Winston's on the west coast of the, of the USA, while Luke and I are on the east coast where, where Winston originated with us, but now he's got much sunnier days ahead of us. <laughs> <laughs> So it's nice, nice and warm over there. While we we got some rain coming in, I think today that's that's going to be fantastic. Sounds like classic South Jersey to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got bagels, we got pizza. You know, things some people probably miss over there on the West Coast, but you know, they who, got who tacos. To say? They they do they do have the tacos. Yeah, that's true. Our tacos are pretty darn good. But I mean, every now and then I do kind of miss the uh, New York style pizza. Yeah. It's hard, it's hard. It's hard not to miss, man. It's hard not to miss. So, um, why don't we, you know, give our listeners kind of a, a little bit of introduction of, you know, we decided to make this podcast here because we all come from our own different maker side hustle originations. Although we actually all started off working at the same place, which is kind of funny. All all engineers working for the Navy. I'm still with the Navy, <laughs> but uh, Luke and Luke and Winston have both escaped and onto much bigger and better things um so why don't, why don't we start with that uh, luke how about we start with you and how you, how you escaped the navy and where, where you ended up <laughs> yeah i like how you use the word escaped um you know, <laughs> i took I, it from winston i'm, I'm gonna st- steal that credit from winston and, and his good choice of words <laughs> yeah so um when i first started i was super excited about it and everything and i love my experience i had with them definitely helped me become a better problem solver critical thinker but um, there was always a yearning for me to become a teacher, I think, and I never really gave it um, the time of day until about that. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, about like three and a half years in, I kept thinking to myself, man, my wife has so much fun going into school, uh, even though she has a ton of work to do. And I wonder if there's anything out there like that for me. So I helped out at a local high school, their robotics team. There's a thing called out out there called um, First Robotics. I never have built a robot before. But I had a ton of fun with these kids and realized that definitely was my calling. And luckily in New Jersey, we have something called the Alternate Route Program or New Pathways to Teaching. Learned about that, figured That's out how awesome. I could Never become a teacher because I have an engineering <laughs> I'm gonna degree. I'm going to start looking that up. <laughs> yep, exactly. That, same here. <laughs> yeah. Um, trust me, the uh, pay cut sounds scary, but sense. once you're there, it's awesome. You know, there's so many kids out there that um, they know all these things that I don't think I even came close to understanding the stuff they do um, until I was in college. So it's it's just so cool to see how YouTube, Google, and all their resources are making our kids and the next generation of makers, um, you know, that's, smarter that's than awesome. we that must may be ever be. As heck too. Um, I mean, but anyway, I can only uh, imagine you're just yeah. spreading the wealth of knowledge you've already yeah. got and learning it throughout the whole process yourself. That that's that's pretty amazing. Well, <laughs> I thought I had a wealth of knowledge. And then when you have to break it down, um, that's where you start realizing, wait a second, I need to really you know, hone my skills. And it helps me actually become, I think, a better, better woodworker. Um, so yeah, I'm a woodworking teacher now at a um, middle school. And I also do some design and engineering stuff. So I think that's enough about me. Uh, I'd love to hear so, more about Winston's story. Yeah. <laughs> mechanical engineering and throughout that time I really didn't know what I wanted to do with that 
uh, career path. So I went into my undergrad open options. I was like, I could be maybe an electrical, maybe mechanical. Eh, we'll go mechanical. And then I graduated and I was like, I don't really know what I want to do. So maybe I'll just spend a year or two in grad school. And in grad school, I got the SMART Fellowship, um, which is a federal scholarship, and it obligates you to work for a federal institution for however long they pay for your uh, schooling. So I didn't know you were one of the smarts. Dude. I, I, yeah. I, I, you know, that whole time that we worked together, I had no idea. That's, that's fantastic. They, they sort of like... <laughs> um, I know there's a couple others there, and they were sort of... Uh, heralded as like oh look like this is an option to pay for school and i was just like hiding in the background like just just pretend i don't exist um (laughs) so anyway i because of that i ended up working for lakehurst as my sponsoring facility and uh spent just over five years there um and throughout that time um i think i started working in 2013 and in 2014 i got my first cnc so it was at that point that I just started, like, that was my, my hobby when I went home. Start making things, start making videos. Um, and was it just 2014? So only six years. I mean, I, I guess just to kind of think about that. Six years of CNC and you're at the level you are now based off, you know, doing this as a side. That's in, I didn't realize it was only 2014. That's, the, that's amazing. The machine that I got the shape oko 2 yeah um the kickstarter launched in 2013 i believe and it was supposed to be delivered like december 2013 january 2014 and so i was in that first batch of um orders and so because of that like when i got it and started making videos for it i was one of the first people doing it wow and so that's wow. that's sort of how i got to where <laughs> i am now because it was the easiest to find my videos. And I think that's the only reason I succeeded. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so did you mean to do that? Like, was this foreshadowing where you're like, oh, I know exactly I how to you know, get out of here or like a you know, what I want to do? Or any sort of idea of what to do when I first started. My first video was like an unboxing video. Um, and I, I didn't have any like concrete ideas for what kind of projects I'm going to do, what kind of format I'm going to have. Um, I just sort of knew I wanted to share what I was making because back in college I made a couple like really crappy projects. It was like uh, I'm going to take apart a computer power supply and connect like the 12 volts to a separate lead so I can use that as a benchtop power supply. I, I took my laptop, I tilted the webcam down and just filmed a time lapse like that. Horrible video, no dialogue, <laughs> paired it with music. And Is that still up there for, the, for everybody to kind of go and find still there? <laughs> it might still be up there. Um, but That's like one of my of... favorite things on YouTube. Go and find people's original, like, first and second episodes. Find their roots of where they started. You know, that's it's so pure, a, to, to be honest. I love it. couple video game <laughs> montages up there, too. Oh, I'll have to go, I'll anyway. go find some of these. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, so when I first started, I was sort of just like, oh, I'll make a couple videos here and there. Um, but then as the community coalesced around like the maker scene and uh, people started being re- really supportive or critical, but constructively so, um, I, I sort of, I got a lot of value out of that dialogue. So I was like, I was looking forward to releasing a video so that people could like share like, hey, have you tried like X, Y, or Z? Or like, great job. Or like, uh, this is what I did. Check it out. And 
uh, that's more on the Instagram side. When people leave links on your YouTube, it's more just spam. But um, <laughs> that uh, that back and forth uh, just drove me to keep making videos. And um, as I made more videos, I got better at it, got more subscribers. As I made more projects, I got more comfortable with the CNC, started doing slightly crazy things. Um, and it got to Making the point a cheese where grater that goes viral for, for instance over there that is the worst video <laughs> i love it i, oh, I man. so entertaining it's the, like the best every... part is when you actually slice up the cheese to eat it i'm telling you it's not even the cnc part just the, actually grating yeah. some cheese and your, your cheese commentary that that, that was fantastic right now, the comments for that are still outnumbering the comments on my regular videos, which really bothers me. <laughs> Drives you nuts, right? For the ones that you really I, wish. <laughs> I get a notification oh in like YouTube Studio, and it's like, "Hey, you've got a new comment." And I look at it, and it's like, "Oh, it's about that trees greater video." Like, it, it's worthless to me because um, like those comments, there is no value in responding to them, and they don't add value to your cnc like, journey of, yeah what of you're sorts, doing yeah. it's just like oh ha 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 like of course apple can't make a cheese grater that works ha, 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 it's six thousand dollars blah 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 it's the i grater what i, I can't stand those comments <laughs> yeah it's it's your your number one video man it's it's my curse. that's that's fantastic so yeah but doing these projects just over time you go into work you sit down you open up outlook and you just start thinking about all the things you want to go home and do. And so that's oh, yeah. that's kind of what drove me to pull the eject handle. Um, but it wasn't like, like a, oh, I'll go full-time YouTube. It was because I had been talking with Carbide 3D and they were like, hey, um, would you like to work for us as a video editor? And so I was like, I can keep basically doing what I'm doing now and still earn a salary and just do that all the time and it, it wasn't like a pay raise but it was a close enough to lateral transition that i was like sure we'll do it and That's so awesome. i pulled the eject handle and the rest is history it's absolutely awesome so uh what about you george well You're still so, the one that's still <laughs> the the one that still works at that <laughs> and and I, and I really do love it but i guess i'll start i mean so so i'm different in the sense that i'm an electrical engineer not a mechie, terrible at mechanical. Uh, Winston can tell you stories all day long about how many times we joke about if I was only a mechie, I might, you know, do several things in my life way better and understand the way these structures work and, and this and that. Um, but I think it started for me, honestly, with, with woodworking and, and liking to make stuff. And, um, you know, I think back in high school, I had a sh I had one shop class and I, and I absolutely loved it. Um, Still, you know, terrified of the table saw back then and everything, but you know, I made I made I think a coffee table and I was like, wow, this this is really cool, this is really fun. And then never did anything again after that. And that kind of just hung in my head and you know, went through college, didn't really make stuff on the side, got to work, and I started having all this free time after work. I'd get home and I'd be like, Man, I'm I'm bored, I'm playing video games all my life what the heck am i doing i gotta you know i decided to go back to school and get degrees i'm like i you know what are, are degrees gonna do at this point i already have the job um joy's ex existential <laughs> right crisis, yeah right? everybody's gonna think this 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 guy over here with all the free time in the world i mean you know I, i'm married now i don't have kids but but i i, I think um I, I try to be as efficient as i can with my time and when i get home i just i, I really did have more time than i knew what to do with so 
Um, I remember the first project they ended up doing that got me kind of into all this. Um, it was for Christmas. My sister wanted to get into photography and she didn't have a space at home. So I decided I was going to make her like a bookshelf and, and kind of organize this little nub in our basement for her to do have a little bit of a photo studio. Um, which if she's like this, I always tease her that she never ended up actually using this. And I did all this work and just, <laughs> just sat there and it looks, it looks great, but it just, it just sits there. Um, and, and I made this bookshelf and I put up the, this video of it and the feedback was, was awesome. I still remember Winston actually reaching out to me back then and goes, dude, get a chop saw. Cause I'm literally, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think I'm using either like a hand saw or, or oh, even a God. dremel tool to cut, <laughs> to cut the wood. Cause I had nothing oh. at that point. Right. I, I really wasn't set up for, for anything. I was like, oh, okay. Chop saw. I looked it up. All right. Chop saw. And, and, and I really, I really didn't know much a, 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 about working with my hands or tools up to this point and and that's where it started so with every project of something i wanted to build i started buying something so the first thing was i bought you know a crappy chop stop probably from harbor fred or something like that and i just kept adding and then i you know i found this this instagram um competition to make um cutting boards um and i thought it was it was near the fourth of july i think and um i thought wow that'd be cool to make like an american flag shaped cutting board so um for that um I made it and I had to use, uh, I asked Winston actually, it's funny how much of my maker life has been, me, me and Winston were pretty good friends all the way at, at the beginning of all this, so so he helped me out a lot. Um, um, but I remember selfishly, I used to... the the reason I help you is because I enjoy seeing other people spend money. Oh uh, yeah, so I mean it, it works out well. <laughs> pushing you down that path. Yeah, I've, I have spent quite a bit of money building up the uh, the tool the toolbox up to this point. But but uh, I used I used your planer uh, to get all the pieces flat enough to actually make uh, this this cutting board. And then I went and bought mine own like the next week because I decided I wanted to make a whole bunch more cutting boards and that this is obviously a necessary piece of, of, of making. And uh, honestly, it, I think it all those two products and little products up to this point have really opened up for me like what I've been wanting to do. Right. I've always I always feel like I've had these ideas that I like, why, why not make something like this? But then I just went on with my life and never did anything about it. And now it's like, just like Winston's saying, I'm at work and I'm like, wow, that, that's a great idea. I, I have my little black book laying around here somewhere and I'll draw up a sketch of something. And I'm like, all right, that, that's something I want to make um, here. And, and for me, it's been, a, it's been a side hustle. Um, I, I try to sell some pieces of work just to keep money coming in to pay for the tools. Um, not really as much of, you know, making a profit at this point of being a full-time woodworker or maker or anything like that. Um, and I, I was mentioning to a whole bunch of people recently that, you know, I kind of got into this thing after I bought my house, I made a table and then everybody, I mean, the amount of people that have been messaging me, oh, you're making tables. Like, can you make me one? And I'm like, all right, well, my first question was always this, send me a picture of what you're thinking about. And 99% of the time it's something from Ikea. And I'm like, go buy that Ikea table. There's no way I'm going to beat that price for you. And if it's, you know, that that's simply, it's, it's, it's that, um, that part that a lot of people talk about, they don't really recognize the price of real wood and real woodwork and the amount of time it takes. So at that point, that that's, that's always my question. Send me the picture of what inspired you. If it's something, um, you know, a woodwork actually made, that's where we start to get into a pretty good conversation, I think. Um, so sorry, kind of derailed a little bit, but, um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so, so I, I make things 
to fund the shop to let me build stuff but i've been wanting to get away from furniture because i kind of fell into that loop with buying the house because i want to make more geeky stuff like winston i just made this iron man mask that's literally right behind me on the wall and it's one of my favorite things and i want to keep doing more like like a black panther mask and and other 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 kind of geeky things as well as other really cool stuff like the river table i just made i think was awesome and i loved it I don't want to make a whole bunch of river tables and make that my only purpose. I just want to keep this variety going and kind of fulfill the passion of, of all these different designs. So, so for me, it really is a side hustle right now. I love, I love what I do for the Navy. Um, 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 I do science and technology for them. So it is fun. It's not really just a straight up engineering job. Um, and I'm hoping one day, you know, if, if it's retirement or if it's where the maker life becomes pretty fruitful, uh, then I could do this full time. I think I'd be really happy. But for that, that's probably why right now I'm the one that hasn't really pushed forward uh, past it. Right, right now I'm pretty content uh, w- with both of it and really just trying to keep that balance going. I guess so. So that's yeah. I like what you said, George, about how you have these things in your head that you want to make. Right, you get a great idea, and you are saying, you know, these are the things I want to make: geeky stuff, whether it be a Black yeah. Panther mask, and you probably have a thousand other things written or drawn out. Um, that's how I felt too, where it's kind of like I started making all these things for other people and then realized, man, <laughs> I want something like that, but now I don't have the time to make yeah. the thing for myself. So um, I've, you know, really pushed away from doing things for other people. I've been very selective and I'm not bringing in nearly what I'd, you know, want to be able to do, you know, project wise, um, not even talking money, but I don't feel like I have yeah, the time 100%. to do that. And that's really because I'm focused so much more on, one, learning how to be a good teacher. I'm trying to at least be <laughs> decent now so I get rehired. Um, but obviously, I want to be you know, the best teacher I can be. And then from there, uh, we just bought a new house. So it's more, I want to get into furniture for my house so I can look back, say, 10 years from now. Yeah. Like, oh, that was so fun. Like This was designed for exactly the workspace I wanted or the kitchen table I wanted. Um, the counters I wanted and cabinets. So that's kind of where I am trying to be more selfish, I feel like now. And, and it sounds odd to say it that way, but really you have these great ideas from all the skills you've now picked up on, on projects yeah. you've done for other people. And it's kind of cool, like, you know, using your side hustle skills um, to do what you and really I- want to do with it. I think Winston's a perfect <laughs> yeah. story for that too, to <laughs> peace out. He, now I'm on the West Coast and I'm doing everything. For the company that he got yeah. there. I mean, I, I tell Winston every day, I think that he he's nailed a really good gig with, with the full-time job and the side hustle fits right into it. And, and he's made it work balancing mm-hmm. it so that he can still post his own personal. I mean, uh, I'm sure you, you agree, Winston. That's that's you're, you're in a pretty sweet spot right now with all of this. It, it's fantastic. It definitely is, but it's, it's not a conventional route to, yeah. to turn making into like your lifestyle. Like most people, their their sort of way out of the day job uh, revolves around just doing more of what they're doing and grinding harder and harder. Yeah. Um, they don't have the support of a company. Um, I mean, I think the the closest person to like in sort of the maker community that might be doing like what I'm doing from a like a, an organically like they got themselves their perspective is like Paul Jackman because mm-hmm. like he's really cozy with certain companies like Carolina, um, <laughs> ArborTech. And so, like, he can, they don't impose any creative restrictions on him. He can do what he wants, um, 
and at the end of the day he knows he's got a friend in those companies yeah we, so, we need more companies like that but i mean yeah I, I wish i could find a company that you could have such a relationship with that they know you they you when you call them or, or try to talk to them they're connecting with you versus oh here's this form submit your next idea and we'll, we'll put it in the batch with the rest of it as maybe some of those big boxes do but sorry sorry to delay on that <laughs> i'm very good at taking different ramps off <laughs> i would love that too um i think the biggest limiting factor though is like you need a really strong identity yeah paul like true. he does like really cool things with pallet wood like he's got his little niche yeah and for any other brand like they could pick like anyone and seven out of ten of them would probably make something similar oh like we're gonna do like for a furniture piece using just lumber we bought or mm -hmm. um there, there's no there's no unique sell in a lot of these things uh you could do nerdy stuff but then again all the people do like half of them will like make something like star wars themed or yeah. like um, mandalorian or, or yeah. some baby yoda or <laughs> so if you're gonna try and and make a name for yourself you got to find something unique to to stake your name to um and i think paul's done a great job of that he really has um, i like Deresta, like his build style is so unique and his creativity is is like and his one experience of the best i mean I his yeah, experience he, is just through the roof like you just ask he just knows everything and everything about anything so he he you just want to listen to him so you can learn a piece of information that he thinks is normal that everybody knows <laughs> and he says it's like oh wow like wow i wish i knew that you know so yeah and he's not afraid to try different skill sets like oh this video is going to be about blacksmithing next one is welding next one's woodworking he jumps between like all these different uh, like areas within making that it makes him super versatile uh, i think that's so something i really like and look up to in the maker community because i feel like i've labeled myself as a woodworker and then yeah mm -hmm. you see these people um you know like jimmy Duresta, and you're like wow that's what i'm looking to do i want to learn these new things and look at them kind of going out on a limb whether they know a little bit or not about the topic but they do go out there and like you're saying they're trying something new they're being creative and seeing what happens from it and really it's only really bettering themselves bettering their next project uh, making them a better diyer or maker whatever you want to call them and yeah that's always cool to see these people who are you know big names and that they really are trying something new or different instead of just whatever is making them money so that's always cool 100%. to see yeah are you luke are you still doing flea markets with your sister and kind of all those batch pro I, I guess we kind of missed that part and i, I, I I'm, I'm curious about it because i know with the with the move in the school and that was something that was so like i thought was so cool about you because you guys make a large quantities of really amazing and i think some of them are pretty unique to each other but but is that still going on it, it's going to go on um not right <laughs> this second uh we actually had to turn down a couple of craft shows over the winter um for you know christmas and the holidays but that's something i wanted to get back into and winston had kind of touched on that like where i didn't I never wanted to be somebody where it's like all I do is cutting boards or all I do is Star yeah. Wars stuff. Yeah. And I started to feel that. So it was a cool transition that, okay, I switched from being an engineer for Navair to a teacher at a middle school. And this was a good transition time to kind of put all that on pause, think a little bit about what I wanted to continue to make. 
And yeah, I want to continue to do those custom things that people like to buy because when you give it to them, especially if I know the person, they're so excited about it. Yeah. And to me, it's kind of like, ah, it's just another cutting board. But then when they get it, they're like, this is awesome. My grandma's going to love it. Or, you know, this is awesome. My wife's going to love it. And I'm like, whoa, okay. That, I'm glad <laughs> I just made you that happy because I was so frustrated last night waiting for you know, the Glowforge to do this or that. Oh, man, but, you're hitting home. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, it was... Um, it's something where I've been trying to think about my identity as a maker for a little bit. And there's so much going on that I do want to continue the craft shows, but I don't want to just be a, um, like an Etsy cop out or copycat. Maybe yeah. Copycat's probably the better. Winston's word favorite phrase. You just said, really? yeah, <laughs> he calls out that and I'm like, don't look at my Etsy page, man. <laughs> I, I mean, I love Etsy. It's so cool and everything. And I do want to get stuff up there, but I don't want to just be, uh, somebody you scroll right past because it looks like every other post on there. I, I'm like know? the worst Etsy shop owner because I have I have that I think more unique products, but that, mm-hmm. that's not what people are going to Etsy for. It's not like the generic and mm-hmm. down price. I, it's amazing to me, like it, the people, the prices on Etsy just keep going lower and lower because everybody yeah. is so fluctuated. I'm like, man, they're, they're selling these name wood signs that are 36 inches long for less than 10 bucks. I'm like, how is it like how? It's Who's making money on that and why? Like, what's going on? Like, yeah. I don't want part of that. <laughs> One of my really good friends, um, they're having a wedding in August, and she messaged me and said, could I get a donut wall? So the first thing I did was look on Etsy because I'm like, I don't want to charge her a ridiculous price. Exactly. These people are probably charging three, $400 for it. I'll probably just do 100 bucks. Like, mm-hmm. we'll kind of call it even at that. I go on there. There's one for thirty six dollars. <laughs> like, are you uh, all right? Sorry, Christina. Just go on Etsy. And just get go that. buy this one. Yeah, this and she's yeah, like, it's... "Thanks for the honesty, but I wanted you to make it." I'm like, "I can't do it for thirty. I I'm can... losing money <laughs> making that at that point. <laughs> yeah, and I feel bad then trying to steal. You know, yeah. I always think of it stealing money, but uh, yeah, it's just it is crazy what goes on on Etsy now. These people must be, you know, not making anything on it. I don't want to say or they anything. They got like a job shop where they're batching yeah. out they, they've really optimized their batch process or uh, or uh, i really don't know yeah. but and also they're probably like living somewhere with a much lower cost of living True. so if you're like that's a good point like i don't know in like the middle of north carolina or somewhere you've got cheap access to lumber and True. like plenty of shop space man i wish These we had better access to, to lumber yeah. in new jersey it's rough i mean i i've got nothing nice with l- lumber around there i know luke you have something a little yeah. bit closer a little bit more west than i yeah, am yeah willard brothers um yeah. they're awesome they have everything you could imagine i remember I make um, a trip out there you should yeah remember ed or yeah you know ed yeah Trapper. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he um he asked me for like an 18 foot something or other one time and i was like oh well you know i'm going to willard brothers this weekend let me just go check it out i go there it's like the third slab i look at is 18 whatever feet and i'm like dude this is exactly what you need yet to him it was a half inch or quarter inch off of something i think it was the thickness or width and he was like nah never mind (laughs) closer than that come on Um, but yeah they've got such a selection out there so i I would always shout them out i feel like whenever i use their their wood but yeah i mean lumber supply is such a i i feel like i got kind of lucky because i found somebody off of facebook who was selling these wood slabs and i'm like oh man this is a nice slab and he put a really good price on it Found out the guy actually works at Nav Air, and he's no somebody way. that like I talk to a lot now. And he has a mill in his backyard, and he's got a deal with people that cut down trees. 
that they'll come and give it to him for real cheap and then he just sells the slabs at a really great price that's and that's awesome. how i actually made that river table i th i had these two walnut um slabs that were i think um up to 12 inches wide and it must have been seven foot long and for the two of them i think he gave it to me for 120 bucks or something ridiculous like that and they were they were probably four inches thick or something that's it was i was like yeah yeah i'm not even gonna try it and actually when i got there he's like oh you know what here take these other pieces of slab with it for free and like these little um like cutouts i'm like dude you're yeah 100 like th this is the guy i'm gonna go to uh, that's awesome. uh moving forward but that's that's the type of thing that like Winston's saying based off the area you're living on can really determine the price of of your work a lot of times and what you can actually make based off the supply and so i'm, I'm happy i found somebody like that i mean he it's it's one of those things that just ended up working out, I guess, because yeah. of that kind of thing. But mm -hmm. yeah. it's, it's pr pretty crazy. Pretty crazy stuff. But um, if you want to go back to the, um, we're talking about Etsy though, and then uh, my friend's donut wall, something that I also thought about it too. And I think Georgie talked on it. Send me a picture of what you wanted. And she goes, <laughs> oh, just, you know, a donut wall. Like, I'm supposed to know what that meant. I was like, I've never seen. Honestly, like, you keep saying the word donut. I have no it, idea what you're talking it, about. Exactly. I, no, I know. I'm so, imagining donuts like glued to a wall. So I have okay, no idea I will what try that to is. explain it. Yeah, I think I'll too. There's dowels inside a wall. Like, say, okay. a two by four piece of plywood. And then it's painted some color and you know, a pastel or peachy or champagne, whatever the color of the year is, and has, you know, donuts <laughs> or some creative little Oh, there's actually food on, on yeah. dows. So, yeah, when she said it, I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, what are you talking about? But And you take was, the donut and you eat it when you show up off of this wall. Yeah, this it is, becomes the dessert instead of, say, ice cream or cake or whatever it may be uh, at your wedding. So it's just a, a funky or nifty uh, dessert wall. And I, I love the idea of it because I'm a huge donut fan. Can't be Dunkin' Donuts. Sorry, guys. It's got to be you know, fresh baked. Uh, maybe Uncle Dudes. I was going to say Uncle Dudes. <laughs> yeah. Especially uh, donuts from Jersey. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was a cool project to make. But yeah, it became one of those things that the price on it, I, I told her, I'll definitely make it for you. We can customize it and all that and make it what you really want, but you gotta give me a little bit better of idea instead of just using those two words, donut wall. I wanna hear colors, size, <laughs> number of donuts on there. Cause you want it to fit what they want. With what they day. want, and yeah. I feel like I could make whatever it is they want, but she has to translate the image in her head to me, and that can be really tough for some people who haven't made something before. And that that's insanely important. I mean, mm -hmm. I've, I've asked people you know, people that have wanted a table or, or whatever. And I'm like, all right, like, what are you thinking? They're like, well, I, I think you make good stuff. So like make it like with your type of design. I'm like, but like, let's talk about like height and width. He's like, just like standard. Co I'm like, I'm saying, okay, you, you have this in writing right now. This is what you're asking me for. And then when I deliver it, they're like, you know, um, you know, if because I'm making two for one person, if you can make the next one a little bit wider and taller, mm. I'm like, I, I can, I, you know, no problem at all. Like that, that's what the, the, these are the details. So yeah. I think that's something. Honestly, I think that's kind of more on our end of, of asking the questions. But maybe it's you like having some type of order sheet or something where you're asking more specific questions. You know, I, I kind of take that responsibility on myself for not getting the right information out of them because you know that that whole saying customers don't actually know what they want and that kind of people don't actually know what custom woodwork 
um, options really are. And, mm -hmm. you know, they, they will go to Ikea and just, this is, this is the product. So getting it a custom order in, I think it's important to try and pull those details out. And that's something I, I, I'd like to improve on myself if, if I continue forward and, and keep, uh, I, I had another, I think I had a cousin who wants, who wants a, a, um, a coffee table now. So I'll probably make it for them because um, my cousin, but yeah. <laughs> I, I, I swear, I literally just said, I'm, I'm done. No more tables. And then it's, it's for my cousin's birthday as a surprise. I'm like, hopefully they're the probably obligation to this of a family member. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's, it's something to talk about, like say order sheets or what the customer wants. I feel like it would be interesting to bring it into say Winston's world where lots of times yeah. you know your maybe design requirements and you would never consider really making something until you knew exactly what you were going to make and i think that's where as an engineer you're used to asking all these questions until in your head you know kind of your path forward to design or you know mill out or whatever mm -hmm. it may be that final end product and you know winston have you ever made something that was totally Hey Winston, you're really good at doing this. Just make it. Whatever. Or do this you send them like a fusion be. file to like have them like see it beforehand, or do you keep I it as a would, surprise? I you would know? usually send them a render. So the okay. closest that I ever got to that was, um, I think, two years ago. Um, I got asked to make award plaques for a company that sells speakers, and so they had seen one of my previous videos where I was batching out like the wooden whatevers, and so they saw that project and they were like hey can you do something custom for us and they left it really open-ended um but they gave me like certain design aesthetics so like we want it to look kind of modern or whatever uh, minimalist and so i worked on those parameters um and it was just like back and forth hey here's like a drawing of what i'm thinking all right here's a render and fusion um and you sort of build up from there until you get to the point where they're like all right mm -hmm we're committing on that design and then you go for it um other times like i don't do furniture just because my shop's not big enough my cnc is not big enough and it requires a skill set that i don't want to invest the time you to don't want to make like furniture for like doll houses with your cnc <laughs> man you can make the custom that must be a market there must <laughs> yeah. people will spend so much money i can only for like doll houses. houses i can only imagine you a make it match exactly what their house looks like. a walnut river table like one sixteenth scale you know <laughs> literally a walnut table for ants what you're yeah that's what i'm thinking <laughs> for their pet chipmunk or something like <laughs> i don't know the scaling what is it one fifth six eight i don't know well i mean do the math later it wouldn't be that hard because i can literally just throw everything on the the five axis cnc i have exactly and just make just about anything so yeah god i love anyway that <laughs> anyways more question. derailing <laughs> um, I, I will basically make sure i get the the customer sign off on whatever design i have um so it's not just like hey build a table like roughly yay wide and this deep um they will sort of see a representation of it uh before i start work um and that's just for their sanity my sanity um so it it might not be like an order sheet or something mm -hmm. but it's a concrete visual that they can work with um and i'll usually like include like in the the rendering like what kind of material is this like oh, the the top's going to be maple whatever um so i i cover my bases that way uh, but there there are definitely more concrete ways you could um 
sort of hash out like what exactly uh, you're you're getting. Uh, for some companies, I will sort of invoice them like, hey, like I'm charging you like three hours of design time. Uh, this is materials. This is um, the the manufacturing cost. Like my time in the shop. So you could break it down further um, once you get to like the billing portion of it. But at least in terms of creative design, I think a solid visual is the bare minimum mm -hmm. that uh, you guys should agree on. Have you ever had them come back and be like, this is completely not what we were talking about? You know, you're way off the mark or, or is it you're actually able to conceptualize what they're asking you to, to make? You can usually pick up on like their their hesitation. So you'll show them a design and they'll sort of have a lukewarm mm -hmm. response and you can sort of tease out like, all right, like, is there something about that you want to change and sort of edge them towards, like, uh, providing, like, what their gut feeling is? And so they'll be like, oh, you, like, I would like this aspect of the design to be emphasized a little more. Um, so it, it's it's sort of on you to uh, read between the lines and sort of, because people, sometimes they have a hard time being upfront. So you got to really yeah, tease yeah, out sure. like, what it is they really want or like if they're like, oh, that's OK. Like as guys, we all know it's OK. Never means it's OK. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's you just gotta okay. words. <laughs> understand like what exactly they mean when they give you a, a vague answer. And just when you're not certain, make sure you get that clarification. I mean, I, I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, I've been I actually have a couple of books I bought. I'm, I'm trying to get better at one because I want to make furniture plans, but two because I want to actually get the input from my customers. I have a book to teach me um, SketchUp specifically for woodworking and helping using SketchUp specifically for making plans um, because I've used Fusion before, but I think I just kind of like the graphics um, that SketchUp offers and and their library. So I, I, I want to explore it and see if it's the better option. And I think I want to build my skill set my skill set uh, with it up to the point that I can render it within a, a day or two days of what they're asking me to do, send it up and say, is this what you're thinking? You know, and then build from there. I think, I think, uh, you know, we're, we're in the digital age now where we can create these visualizations that actually confirm what people are asking us for. I haven't gotten to that, but that would help. That would really help confirm it. Cause you can do, you can do scaled models. You can show, you know, with SketchUp, you can put a person in there and like put a whole house in and really show how to look if, if it gets to that point. I mean, that's probably for somebody's, willing to pay a little bit more but but um you know that's kind of one where i want to grow also obviously with fusion and for cnc you're making that model so you could send it either way but but taking the extra step and making the models for things that you're going to do by hand and having the whole cut list and just be, being more efficient in the shop in general i mean it's really important with, especially with this as a side hustle you can just come home from work and get right to cutting not having to think about anything not have to lay everything out and and just be faster and better at it as a side gig i think i think that's where i'm trying to go to also yeah and that workflow with sketchup works better when you're not doing digital fabrication of course, yeah. because um for me i need tool pads i need to run through cam and on that side the fusion integration is kind of essential but if you're just like I need to model up a coffee table. SketchUp would be great. Exactly. It's quick. It's got a clean interface. You can share that, and people won't be like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, what's like the the grid line and all those buttons in the background? And you can just be like, just focus on the table. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
And I wanted to share something. I mean, just just for you guys, and, and this this could be useful for the listeners also. A lot of people complain about SketchUp. The free version is only on the web right now. I just found this out yesterday, and it's it's like my favorite thing. You can go into their website, and you can go to the resources at the top and search pr- older versions or previous versions. And you scroll down, like, I think it's like the fourth link, and SketchUp 2017 is still downloadable. It's the free version for the desktop. So you can still get it, and they say it's actually... Um, enabled with more capabilities than that web version anyway so it's just not advertised heavily but it's there um and that that's what i recently downloaded so if that's something you guys ever look at using it i hated the web version that really threw me off um but i like having the free version for the desktop so I'm, I'm not gonna be paying for the pro anytime soon at least i'm gonna rate that yeah. Myself, so yeah i'm gonna go download that now and just save it away for exactly. a rainy day exactly yeah. exactly just I mean, in case they take it away i'm afraid of them taking it away yeah, i'm keeping that install file ready to go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i i heard that tip i think through somebody's youtube video i don't really know where and i was like oh that's like I've Genius. never heard about that. I've been complaining about this for so long, and and I, I gotta tell everybody, you know, that's it's fantastic. So I got that on both of my computers now, and and, and hopefully we'll grow to that. Um, but but yeah, so that, hopefully that helps you guys out. <laughs> yeah. So what are you guys thinking? Should we get kind of come to a closing of the podcast? Maybe talk about what we're gonna be doing over the next couple of weeks until we meet back up again or yeah i mean we're we're well over half an hour so this is a healthy length podcast i think so yeah especially for an introductory exactly. episode feeling things um, out <laughs> yeah um but uh i don't know when the next time we're going to record is but we should touch on the fact that uh, at least um bring luke into the loop on this that we're going to workbench con oh yeah and uh you're you're sadly missing out on a lot of stuff I but know. it should be a good time um, hey, it's, I think it's, it should you get be the most year. out of it as a, a first timer um, because it brings you into that networking world, and that first yeah. introduction is sort of the most valuable. I could use a personal day. I did just check the other day <laughs> um, uh, that I do have two more personal days left, and I'm just double checking. What were the dates again? So we're going. Uh, it was the 19th or something yeah i think we're leaving when so so the inside scoop about workbench con really is more about the side meetings all about the the meetings at nighttime getting to actually get one-on-one time so mm-hmm. so we're actually going wednesday because uh, uh february 19th mm-hmm. 20th is like this like pre-party they do that's a thursday but you know the whole day people are already there they're they're going to shops they're they're might be going to a store or whatnot just really connecting and 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 meeting each other and mm-hmm. then the the full events uh should be the 21st and the 22nd i have to ditch early on the 22nd unfortunately i got a wedding to get to um but i think i'm gonna get a, a good amount of uh, value out of it even even um just for those three days alone hopefully yeah. oh, i want to go so bad i know <laughs> last year i wanted to go so bad too but i don't think i would be able to take those days off i would have to do really only one day so i'd be able to take say friday off because i think i'm going to use the other one near the end of the year or mm-hmm. you know more like may time frame um so yeah i'm like oh no when i was at navier <laughs> i had so many days i could have yeah. taken this off easily government but, life you get a lot of you get a lot of days off oh it's yeah, great. <laughs> yeah. But i'll miss out and just hear of all the cool things you guys get to do i think and we'll yeah, see we'll see you next year fun. maybe I, I still remember the first year. I mean, Winston was way more adapt to the the maker community, and I was, I was, I was still I was, kind of just finding my legs because 
those social environments are so <laughs> overwhelming that unless you're expecting it, you're, you're just like, oh my god, like people everywhere. It's, and like, just, it's like, wow, it's him, and it's him, and it's her, and it's him. Oh my god. And you're I, just paralyzed <laughs> like, when you step in there and you're just surrounded by everyone. You don't know where and to it's start. Like, well, and it's like, walk up next to you and be like, hey. How oh, to hey. break into the circles of conversations. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. I remember I was, I was asking, like, who's, because I, I really, you know, I, I, I'm learning every day with the, this world. I'm like, wait, so who's, who's that? And, who, and I'm like, looking at their youth. I'm like, wow, it's great. Yeah, this, this person's <laughs> awesome. Like, the amount I learned in that one trip alone is is, is yeah. it's, it's the really number amazing. of people you like start following on instagram yeah. it, it triples your follower count oh it's it's it's, it's really fun and and you learn about the sticker game real hard with that first conference uh, i yeah. remember we were talking before we we're like we got some business cards and and i i think i think we probably had some stickers at that point too but everybody had a sticker and that's like that's what how you really networked oh here's my sticker here's my sticker so the following year we, we were prepared with a lot more i got my whole batch right here ready to go uh, for this year but it's, it's all about the sticker game also so that, that, that's definitely coming up um i'm not sure if we'll end up doing a recording we might do a recording i'm not sure about a posting before that like you're saying winston mm-hmm. um but what, what about in the shop you got uh things coming up in your shop any products you can talk about that aren't really uh <laughs> secret well, stuff i mean my just I'm still getting over the fact that I dislocated my shoulder. Oh, yeah. So all my projects are sort of pushed back. I have like a queue of like, I'm working on a, an epoxy uh, slash maple uh, valet tray. Um, so I'm going to be wrapping that oh, up cool. hopefully this coming week. I got to make a video for are that. Are you doing that for the IG Builders uh, submission? You know, I probably could, you probably, but I, I haven't probably, even paid attention to that. Probably, it it's a really one-week challenge. It should fit. My first experimental project with resin. Cool. Um, and I'm also working on some uh, DIY shop lights. Oh, so cool. I bought some LED strips. I got a 12 volt power supply. Um, I machined like a little aluminum backplate to to tape my LEDs to as a heat sink. And so it's just a matter of mounting it, putting the electronics like the the dimmer uh, circuits in a little box, and sticking those up in my uh, CNC enclosure. Because awesome. the biggest thing that annoys me with my setup is that I get a flicker. Um, so if I'm doing a time lapse with my GoPro where you can't control the shutter speed, normally you want to sync it to your uh, your your power frequency, so 60 yeah. hertz. And if you can't control the shutter speed, you start to see banding and lines mm-hmm. across your image. Um, on my camera, I can manually set the shutter speed. The GoPro, you can't. So every time I try and use it, you start to see like little lines creeping across the back um, or like on white surfaces, and it's just super annoying. <laughs> so I'm making my own lights using a pwm dimmer circuit that runs at like 10, and you call hertz. yourself a mechanical engineer my yeah. god listen to all this like <laughs> that's where i'm like what did winston just say this past two minutes <laughs> i'm standing on the shoulder of giants i'm uh, saying man other it's... people have done this before and i'm just taking their shopping cart and using it for myself that's mm-hmm. a true electrical product right there man that that sounds pretty fantastic that's pretty cool yeah anyway once i finish that up um i i don't really know um so this weekend, I want to make a uh, Kydex sheath for my maker knife. Oh, sick. Um, what are you making? So, so how are you doing that? So Kydex is a thermoplastic. Okay. Once you heat it up, it turns into like wet lasagna. Then you wrap it around whatever you want to uh, sheath. Ah. Clamp it between two um, high temperature foam pads. And as it cools, it'll take that shape. Oh, um, cool. So I can that's, show that's, you this because we're actually on, on video chat. Um, this knife um, has a sheath 
um, which is just plastic. Uh-huh. You, you take a, a rectangle of plastic, you wrap it around the blade, and then you let it cool. Um, and then it takes the the shape of it, and it oh, I can't wait to locks see that. in pretty, pretty securely. Cool. That's nice. That so yeah. I'm gonna try and do that with a maker knife, and I'm actually kind of excited about this because I've had some footage of like making uh, custom face plates for the maker knife, um, and I anodized it, and I um, did a color anodize on it. So I've got a red maker knife, even though I didn't buy it from Jaco that way. Um, hmm. But <laughs> like it just that small machining job um, wasn't enough for me to consider it like worthy of a video. So being able to make a sheath for it, I think would be cool. Um, and I kind of like not keeping it like directly in my jeans pocket. Cause sometimes yeah. like if you forget to like latch the blade all the way, it'll just fall out and then you just stab yourself in the leg. I'd rather have a rigid plastic sheath to, to hold my knife. Awesome. Um, Absolutely. And once I, I put those two together, like machining the faceplate for it and making the sheet, I think that's together. That's a worthwhile like knife modding video. Um, but it's also making the sheath is a very analog process. Like you're molding it, uh, not in a CNC. You're it's you're counting on your your dexterity to slide the knife in, wrap it around in the kydex, slam the mold shut or the the foam shut. The um, then you gotta shape it. You pull it out. It's still. Uh, a rectangle that's folded it's still a square it doesn't match the profile of the knife so then you take it to the grinder you shape it you put rivets in and that aspect of like forming something by hand and it being very open-ended is something i kind of miss yeah these past 100%. couple of weeks i've just been like oh i'm sitting on a couple fusion projects i want to machine let me just open up the computer and make a little more progress on that model or let me edit a video like everything that's been in my queue has been digital and it's it's been eating away at me because I just <laughs> sit in my room and I want to get back in the garage and have something a little more open-ended. So I think this afternoon, I'm just going to go in there. I've already got the Kydex molded. So it's just going to be start shaping the Kydex into the sheath, start forming it into the shape I want, integrate a little clip. Um, so this sheath, like it used to be a lot longer. It came out to the, about the back end of the knife handle. And so I don't know if you can see it. There's a little bit of a, a loop around. Oh, yeah. So you take that little tail of Kydex and you form it into a belt okay. loop, and so this slides directly cool. onto your belt. And I want to integrate that into the um, maker knife sheath. You're doing all that with a shoulder injury. <laughs> it, it's it's maybe at like fifty. It must have been the most painful thing for me to watch on Facebook when you're trying to adjust the the bit on your CNC machine with one hand. You have two <laughs> wrenches, and you're like trying to squeeze them together to tighten it. And I'm like what the like this is what is going on? that is that is insane it it, it, I'm, i want to see you take it off honestly <laughs> that's the one i can imagine is harder. that's the easy part really because the bits already in there when you're trying to load a router you need to make sure the bits and you in there touch. it doesn't slide out oh. you've got to insert one wrench on the top one wrench on the collet and, and sort of just squeeze them all together when you're loosening it you sort of just you Put the wrench on the top, wrench on the bottom, squeeze the wrenches in the opposite mm-hmm. direction, and if the bit falls onto the MDF, no big deal. But like, you don't need a third point of contact to prevent that from happening. 
insane to me. (laughs) It's easier to unload a router than it is to load. That's that's insane. How about you, Luke? What do you got coming up in the next couple of weeks? Um, So, like I said, I haven't been taking on too many projects, but I do have a custom, like, welcome home sign for uh, somebody who I went to school with at TCNJ. He reached out to me um, because one of his friends just bought a new house, and he learned Japanese, and he's a huge gamer. Uh, like likes old school video games mm-hmm. so yeah he is he wants something that's the nes controller i think it is oh nice and then it has oh, in sick. japanese <laughs> it says like welcome home derek or welcome home uh, that's pretty kick-ass that's so, gonna be that's gonna be kick-ass as hell that's yeah, awesome okay i hope that that's i can awesome. make it come to life um we'll see about that there's no electronics in there i was gonna say are there um, leds coming out of this thing that'd be sick <laughs> as you guys are talking about that i'm like man if i really wanted to level this up that would be the way to do it <laughs> that would um, great yeah once i get that skill set though i i'll i'll talk to dave and be like hey give me that sign back you know tell derek that he's gonna get an even cooler product but that'll be down the line maybe in the summer um so that's like my little maker thing besides that i think i said that i um recently bought a house so we're doing a lot of renovations and it's gonna oh, yeah, be is that your house behind you uh no so this is uh where i'm currently living this is the um the in-laws apartment that they've given us which is unreal that they've been that generous um but yeah we're in the basement right now you can see there's clothes everywhere and uh we're we're not the most organized at this moment because of going back and forth um so at the house that we are going to be living in in a couple of weeks we have to and i have it written down uh, lay the floor, spray uh, cabinets, and do the backsplash in the kitchen. This will all make us prepared for when the appliances come in uh, February 15th. So, yeah. With all that work, are you going to be joining Winston and I in the YouTube game with all these projects? <laughs> I'm missing out on a... I'm missing out on a what business opportunity, and uh, I should be doing that and telling Home Depot how much money I've spent at the <laughs> <laughs> stores. Yeah, um, I should have done all that, but I I was so stressed the past you know month or so that I felt like putting that on my plate just would make me even worse. So I took the step back and said I'm gonna do it. But I have been taking videos. I posted a ton of stuff today, and I might put something together by the end of it. It might be more of like a a recap for us to look back at like all the things we did at least for the kitchen. But I would have loved to do some of these you know like how to videos. Yeah, because that would have been pretty useful. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. like we did. Um, we had this weird L sink. Uh, you know, like it's in a corner of the kitchen and it has two small bowls. And I couldn't find a video on YouTube that like how could I convert that into a nice forty-five angled um area because we wanted to put you know a farmhouse or bigger sink in there. And you know, I keep looking around. Nobody's doing that. I'm like, oh, this is exactly when you should be making a video to provide that content for somebody just like you, maybe one day later or one year from now looking for something like that and i i think i have enough to be able to make something you know for somebody out there it just won't be a high quality video it'll be one of those that have 500 views and you're like why have 500 people even viewed this it doesn't make sense um but it could help that one or two people out there so yes in time there will be a channel it's just right now that's kind of on the back burner <laughs> yeah I would say at the very least, you should at least get some Instagram content out there, mm-hmm. like just short, like 
30 to 60 second clips mm-hmm. at least show people the process yeah. and that can be sort of your um, your precursor to the full youtube channel because the youtube mm-hmm. thing is a much bigger time investment yeah. here it's just like oh let me pick some clips string them together and like show to the world and some people they just all they care about is like seeing a little bit of process porn or like mm-hmm. seeing like the the before and after transformation if that's all they're into great mm-hmm. and you get to sort of like uh, it, it becomes like a little portfolio of what you've done that you can look back on. Yeah. And I think that's right now my focus is that portfolio to look back on. But I do like the idea because I even have some friends that I haven't gotten to see or they live a little further away. And like, I thought you bought a house. I thought you'd be doing all these things. You know, where are all the updates? Like, they're coming. They're coming. So it is so quick and easy to just take five minutes of your time to post something. So I am going to kind of make that like a, a personal goal over the next few weeks to try to get out there again because i feel like i've been silent <laughs> for too long yeah what about you george so um so in my shop uh, just as i i mentioned i'm actually doing more tables so uh, i'm finishing one more wine barrel table right now um it's one of two sets and uh man i feel terrible it's 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 just been delayed and delayed and it's one of those things i tell i tell everybody who asks me for products it, it takes it takes a long time for me for a lot of things um based off what's coming in the shop if i get an actual etsy order that i have to make a certain timeline um and if it's something new and 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 the wine barrel tables um i screwed them up so bad in the beginning and it probably made it take oh man like no joke at the minimum 10 times longer than it would have taken the <laughs> It, it's so th- the thing with the wine barrel tables when you get the wine barrel um you're supposed to screw in uh the brackets so that it holds all of the sides together and when you cut it in half mm-hmm. it stays like that and all you have to do is the base and the top and you're really ready to go i was i was like gung-ho to try out my new angle grinder and cut some metal in the in, in the summer and i'm like let's go and i started cutting it without even thinking i, I think i like literally jumped out of the pool and i was like oh, i just want to do some woodwork or metal work and anything and started just grinding away whole thing falls apart and i'm like oh no like, it hit me the second i was like well this is gonna be another day's problem put it inside so i literally to to, to make the first and the second one, i literally had to go back and match oh each pieces God bend to make sure that it had a closed gap and then go and hold it together tight and screw it it, it became a mess I, at I, some and this, point you should just buy a new wine barrel i i was honestly i was like should i should i just go get a new one i'm like no or this is my mistake i'm gonna fix it i got a wine barrel and i'm gonna learn from my mistake and and now you know that that's kind of what we do honestly as makers with with new things there are gonna be mistakes we're not experts in the field and and so it's been taking me way too long. I'm almost done with the second one. It's all back together. Made the base, made the table top frame, gonna and, and just gonna attach it all and whitewash it. And then I'll finally be done. And <laughs> this is another reason I don't want to make furniture for a while. But <laughs> but I'm making um, you know uh, for our house. I'm planning to make um, a bar for we we have a piano room that's kind of just like a little nook. And I want, you know, uh, you know, one yeah. of the best things about doing custom woodwork or anything is you can make everything that fit your specific needs. Like my, my other media center that I made fits this one corner of the house so perfectly. It fits the exact angle and it sits right inside with the TV floating above it. And it's, it's one of my favorite things that it fits it so well. So I've gotten a wine cooler for this bar I'm going to making. And I'm making it so that there's uh, going to be a top shelf and some areas for wine glasses and, and holding, of course, liquor. And I'm thinking about doing floating shelves also. 
But Winston actually just put out this video on this, uh, on the, um, the, the, what do you call this? Infinity, Infinity mirror? mirror. Yeah. Which is, it's awesome. It's, it's, you take two pieces of plastic, one that's, I guess, see-through and one's doesn't. like, uh, two-way mirror so it's partially um reflective and the mirror in the back is fully reflective which it, it just it looked awesome and it doesn't take up much room at all right it was pretty pretty thin to get yeah, as a like final mine product was about an inch thick um like depending on what kind of some people will embed like objects in there or like oh, they will really? etch the acrylic so you see that pattern like receding into the background huh. um there, there's lots of permutations i picked up the idea from an old collab that i did with a David Johnson, um, who's a, a Disney guy, and that was the uh, Jedi Force beer tap thing. He had an oh, Infinity that thing was sick. Oh, so I, was that like, thing was, I forgot oh, about that cool. one. <laughs> one day I'll make my own. That yeah. is the nerdy stuff I'm talking about, man. That's the stuff that like is is, and that's that's so. It takes so much details for that. that that's the type of prize. But but anyways, I digress as as, as always. Uh, so I want I want to take. That concept, I, I love that that infinity mirror, and I think it'd be sick to either make it as one portion of the top of the bar, so like you're looking down, you see it, or as a backsplash right above the top, so it's just kind of like, you know, as almost as if you're doing like an LED backlit, but you have this infinity mirror in, you know, on, on the back of the bar as you or as you see it. I think I think that looked really cool. Haven't really figured it out yet, but just from that one video, when I'm like, I, that'd be sick to incorporate that. If I don't do that, I'll probably just put some LEDs and make it look cool. Um, but but the bar is coming up, and then <laughs> another product that's this one's taken me a year mainly because I moved and and missed the mark in the beginning. I, I've been meaning to make my sister. Um, it's something called a like a bookshelf chair. Um, I've, there's an instructables about one one guy that made it. I haven't seen many other people make it, and I kind of want to make it a little bit better. But it's really just kind of like a lounge chair with sections for books as a bookshelf all around it so it's you know it's, it's big time for book lovers you, you sit in, in like a nook and you kind of just read away and i have some little upgrades i want to put with it like a, like a reading light and i want to make the entire back of it um different colors with book quotes on it so it's it kind of more graphic like it, it's more visually uh, attractive in that sense so so that's another thing that i'm probably going to be laid on because 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 life happens and keeps pushing me back and making all these projects um and then and then uh i'm, I'm really trying to balance the geeky stuff with all, all this furniture so i i've gone back into 3d printing um and i'm i have a, I have a really crappy 3d printer hundred dollars from china made it myself and and it's hardly hardly can print anything useful uh but i got some pretty fun ideas that I, i'm not going to talk about all the details on but it definitely has to do with like the iron man mask theme i'm not going to 3d print an iron man mask and, and hang that up on the wall but but it'll it'll become the form for some ideas i have coming out um so so more, more to come when when we get a little bit closer to that product so that, yeah. that's probably a little bit down the line but got, got my hands full so got to really work on that efficiency and to really <laughs> figure out how to build better and faster and smarter in the shop to get as all this done long time. as when people and friends and family inevitably <laughs> come to your house and say hey can you make me that too you can say no <laughs> i I'm, I'm getting better at the no i'm getting better at the i really don't got the time for that man <laughs> i mean i i guess one thing i, I wanted to mention was um i, I forgot to mention this when i uh, mentioned uh how i got started with all this Winston was actually a big part of doing all of this because he gave me this concept of all in an afternoon. And if you, if you know Winston pretty well, he might have told you this. 
that you know i used to ask Winston what he did every day like oh what did you do yesterday oh i i, I modeled this in in virtual reality at home and he's like you can do this all in an afternoon you go home you get it done in an <laughs> afternoon that literally stuck with me i'm like you know what hell let's go so go home in an afternoon and get it done and, and just just optimize that time <laughs> so if i if i can do that maybe i'll get all these products done on time <laughs> We'll, we'll, see. To, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see with the, the progress podcast. update in, in the two weeks. We'll find afternoon. <laughs> Maybe in ten podcasts later, I'll actually get some of these tables done. We'll find. We'll find out later on. But, uh, but yeah, that that's kind of where I'm at. So, I, hey, I think this has been a pretty good conversation, guys. I really enjoyed catching up with you guys. So until till next time, Sounds I guess in two me. weeks we'll try to reconvene yeah. and, and launch episode cool. two. If that works for you guys. Yeah, I really enjoyed this. Awesome. Right. Awesome. All right. Well, catch up. Good catch up as always, guys. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for the chat, guys. See you. Till next time, Sounds I guess. In two me. weeks, we'll try to reconvene yeah. and, and launch episode cool. two if that works for you guys. Yeah. I really enjoyed this. Awesome. Right. Awesome. All right. Well, yeah. catch up. Good catch up as always, guys. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for the chat, guys. See you.